For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bro Wrestling Show. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the Bro Wrestling Show. Logan's here, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a pretty short one this week, just kind of yeah. uneventful, <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, we had Raw, which wasn't the worst Raw ever. It started off the same way that anything else does, and that's with, <clears throat> you know... Kurt Angle coming out and being interrupted by Roman Reigns? Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Yep. Um, at least this time we had we didn't have uh, you know Roman Reigns and Select Hero mm-hmm. uh, burying you know actual tag team talent. Yeah. We actually got a uh, televised revival win on t- you know on TV and everything. Yeah, the revival pinned Roman Reigns. That's that's pretty big. I kind of hope it goes somewhere with them, but we'll see. Um, this whole thing about, like, Lesnar not wanting to work or whatever is kind of obnoxious. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was all on board with it in the builds to WrestleMania, but, like, I feel like that ship's kind of sailed. Like, they, they did the build to that and then didn't pull the trigger on Roman, so, like... I don't know. Uh, do something new. Don't just like start up the old, the same half-assed feud that you did before, but got cold feet for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, and if by forever reason, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, you mean like the crowd just isn't into it at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's he's got the belt, so like wrestling 101. That's like the most basic of basic storylines. Champion has belt, contender wants belt. Um, and then they could also do the, like, you know, he's been this close to beating him before. He knows he can do it, yada, yada, yada. Um, there's more stuff there rather than just, like, he's not here. I'm here every week. Big dog. You know? Do you kind of feel <laughs> like they're like, trying to do the Rock and Cena again, but with, like, less talent? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Rock and Cena with less talent with uh, Cena and Roman. We saw that, and it was disappointing. Right. Yeah, that was bad, too. Eh. Anyway. Um, yeah, I guess the tag match was okay. Uh, kind of, you know, just whatever. But the Revival one, at least. That's That's what I'm taking away from this. That's right. The right guys won, and I'm not super upset that there is some big multi-man match that may not happen at Extreme Rules. I am kind of oddly intrigued by a Roman and Bobby Lashley match. Yeah, it, it could be good just because like they both have terrible personalities, but they're both perfectly fine in the ring. Mm-hmm. And like there, I mean, if they would I mean, talk no- a little bit less, it'd be better, but. Nobody would have thought Ron and Roman would have had uh, one of the, the most entertaining series of matches last year, and right. they did. Um, up next, we've got Matt Hardy versus Curtis Axel, and I almost missed this match, like, looking down for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the video ahead of time it literally got, like, four times as much time as this match did i feel like Mm -hmm. it was funny but like (laughs) i don't know it it was weird was this completely lost on you as well yeah um i don't know i'm finding myself liking the b team less every week (laughs) 
And I'm not, I don't know why. I don't know. I think it's just, I'm just down on that broad tag division as a whole and seeing that this is their like title program. Um, I don't know. Just the whole tag division isn't mm-hmm. great right now, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. Um, speaking of bad tag matches, uh, then we had the Authors of Pain versus Rich and Rex Gibson. Yeah, those guys. So we had the Authors of Pain are like back, apparently. They assaulted mm-hmm. some random guy backstage, and mm-hmm. then they came and stomped out some nobodies. Yeah, we'll see where that goes. I wonder if it's just something for the sake of something, or if they're going to start doing the... If they're going to do the brawn thing, but with storyline with a, a tag team. Yeah, probably. I mean, they don't have anything else for them until at least after this next pay-per-view. So. Mm-hmm. And then you pretty much have to put the belts on them, or you know, as soon as you start giving them real comp- opponents, you're going to have to put the belts on them, or they just lose all credibility. Right. Uh, next, we had Alexa Bliss versus Natalia. Um, we had a good talking segment from Alexa Bliss, I felt like. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why she, of all of the women, has a, you know, manager-type person. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's cool, I guess. Um, my biggest issue with this was Natalia winning, especially with, like, a submission move. Yeah, they're still dead set on doing something with Natalia, it seems like. Do they, like, owe Jim Neidhart something? <laughs> I think they're just trying to build Natalia a little bit for the uh, the thing with Ronda, but I don't know. I... Like, I guess you could probably do that without, you know, having your brand new champion just tap out. But over, well, I feel like this is what they did every time that she had like a regular like non-title match before, like last time too. Is like just like it seems like yeah, Alexa she never wins unless the title's on the line. In which case, she then can suddenly like go toe for toe with everybody. I don't know. Uh, up next, we had the Riot Squad versus Ember Moon, Bailey, and Sasha. Mm-hmm. This was their last chance to get it together, even though neither one of them wanted it together, so I don't know where the threat is there. Right. Um, but, you know, Kurt Angle segments where he's talking are always entertaining, right? For one way or another, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about this other than who cares. I guess like it was a match where everybody else was used in the background, kind of, and mm-hmm. which is kind of a shame because, like, you know, uh, not looking at it from a, a a talent standpoint or an ability standpoint or anything, but just from a my interest with the characters currently and it's like Bailey and Sasha are like the bottom two <laughs> of that. For me it's like I'd like to see him do something with the Riot Squad and I'd like to see him do something with Ember Moon, but they're just like placeholders in this never ending, never progressing Bailey and Sasha story. Well at least um like Moon and Riot anyway would be fine. And mm-hmm. I mean Liv Morgan and uh Whatever the other one's name is. The big one. Uh, Sarah yeah. Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't care so much about them. Like, I don't know. Sarah Logan's, like, look kind of things coming down, but, like, her background, like, oh, I'm just a southern girl who, like, grew up in the woods and was raised by wolves or some shit is yeah. kind of weird. But And Liv Morgan isn't, like, outwardly, like, offensive, I guess. No. Nah but she's not like anything special as far as wrestling goes. Like mm-hmm. you've essentially got her superior over on the other brand twice. So yeah, 
Um, <laughs> I don't know, really. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. And then, like, that weird segment where Ruby Riot like, smashed the camera where they were taking pictures of Jinder Mahal. Yeah, that was weird, right? What was that? <laughs> that was Jinder's weekly TV spot. It was like an I'm Hardcore Good Charlotte music video is what it reminded me of. I'm like, why are you picking on this poor man? Right. Again, they're garnering sympathy for Jinder <sighs> Mahal. It's a slow burn. It's He's... At the end of the year, we're going to be talking about how Jinder Mahal slowly became the biggest face on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> right for, right in time for the three-man band uh, reunion. Yeah, the three-man band reunion. Um, Which I, well, I we say in jest, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, the way that they want to treat Mahal and, you know, the way that they're seemingly going to try to treat McIntyre, I... Don't know that it's the craziest of ideas to have a couple big like hosses form a tag team with Heath Slater as like a manager. Well, McIntyre is just Diesel too. I mean, right? Which is probably that's not the worst situation he could be in. I think that they've been doing really well together. Actually, mm-hmm. I think they've been playing it out very well. But you've also got you know Ziggler who can go. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's the pair that I'm enjoying. They finally. I'm... I think they're finally doing well with Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, you know, and I wouldn't say it's at the expense of Seth Rollins by any means, but. Um, no. no, he's still pretty protected in all this. Yeah. Um, but this was actually like an okay match. It just was, <laughs> there was a lot of oddness like surrounding it, I guess. Mm-hmm. There, there were a lot of distractions from it. It, it could have been better. Yeah. Um, I'd say up next was like kind of the surprise of the night, at least for me. Um, Mojo Raleigh can really talk, man. Like I kind of thought he was an idiot and he might be, but. Well, when he's not doing the, like the like hype guy. Well, he thing, hasn't been you know? though. Cause he's been a heel. He hasn't been doing the hype guy. He's been cutting like promos and he's been doing yeah. well. Yeah. But they don't really ever let him on. Yeah. I wonder what they're where they're heading with this because they've, I mean they're just beating down No Way Jose and it might be like nothing. Maybe I shouldn't look too far into this, but like they did have him win like the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yeah. No, I mean Mojo, he's a guy who I would have really liked. Well, I don't I don't know if I would have liked to have seen it, but um, I think after the wrestlemania last year he had the he won the andre you know he had a couple somewhat high profile tv spots with gronk and then um you know i don't know i I think there is an opportunity to like they could have built off of that and then maybe uh because i think the hype bros were still a thing at the time Mm mm-hmm uh, maybe gotten them in the mix with the Usos had a couple quality matches, but you know ultimately they come up short. Um, and then you do the turn, and then you do more than just like one match on a pre-show, right? Uh, and then so when you do the brand split, it's like you know oh here's this like up and coming heel, whereas now it's like he's still kind of where he was immediately after the heel turn, you know, and it's been. About about a year now, I think. Yeah, I I don't know. At least they're letting him talk and like kind of. Yeah, that's something. something I mean, though, I mean they're they're progressing have, in the right direction. You have to start somewhere, and even if that somewhere is a year after they should have started, it it's something. Um. Up next, we had Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor and Corbin. Mm-hmm. This might have been the most entertaining. Yeah, point this was really in the fun. Show. It's the man hey. with the bowling ball under his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Braun and KO play off each other really well. Here's something that bothers me. Mm-hmm. They make Braun out to be like this. What's the politically correct way of saying this? Like man child, I guess? Yeah. But he outsmarted Roman Reigns in an ambulance match. So what mm-hmm. does that say about Roman Reigns? 
Well, I think everybody is. I think it's like kind of unspoken uh, canon that uh, Roman is dull as a uh, bag of bricks. <laughs> yeah. As sharp as a jar of marbles. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he. Um, he was in. He. I really think he might be a stupid person. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a stupid idiot, even. A dumb idiot. <laughs> what is, what is no now it's fucking moron oh yeah that's the <laughs> that's the new one he's having um, fun in new japan yeah. yeah um but yeah i mean the match wasn't like terrible i guess it mm-hmm. kind of got i guess we're gonna have a corbin balor match feud thing mm-hmm. happening that's what it feels like yeah that's fine um I, I I don't know I don't know this this whole Corbin thing is kind of making me not like uh, what's his face the guy who like knows how to dress so well with his frosted faux hawk cockeyed got hit in the head too many times had to retire what's his name Corey Graves oh <laughs> <laughs> like who are you talking about <laughs> Corey graves like the guy's yeah. obnoxious man i think i think corbin looks good and he's like out here like is Corey graves a heel or is he a face announcer it depends he's usually a, a, a heel really the only time he kind of switches allegiances is one book or uh, there well <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like elias even though elias is uh you know a heel too um, but that goes back to like NXT, and I don't know. I think that's just some some sort of like in joke. But usually he's he's the like you know he's the Jerry the King Lawler. It's whoever is the heel is who he's supporting. So it's weird that he. And the the, the other thing is he was also a commentator on SmackDown when Cass came out and you know out in in rhino suits and he wouldn't say a word. Yeah. In fact, no, I, I think he even, like, talked about how, like, nice he looked. Maybe it was his suit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I personally don't think he dresses, I'd be like, he wears, like, shiny suit. Who cares? Right. It's like, oh, you're a guy with tattoos who dresses in, you know, Steve Harvey suits. Good for you. Mm-hmm. I, we're, we're getting way too off topic on this. Um, Probably are, yeah. But yeah, this was a decent match. The whole mm-hmm. the whole Kevin Owens Braun Strowman thing is entertaining. Yeah, maybe they'll get like some kind of a match. I'd like to see. You know, that seems like the direction they're going is KO and and Braun. I would like, just assuming that Braun's gonna have his way with him in the match. I'd kind of like from this point forward for KO to start kind of getting the the one up on him. Mm-hmm. If it means he's gonna lose like pretty convincingly. Um, I you know like they, they don't have to have matches but just like I don't know KO's supposed to be the like resourceful he, like he's just you know he's supposed to be somewhat smart I'd like to see him pull some fast ones on on Braun if it means he's he's if he's he's gonna get pummeled at the end he's gonna get like pulverized why not you know give him a couple shining weeks on Raw well apparently KO is also an avid Shania Twain fan. Yes, that is a thing that I learned. He got pulled up on stage and everything. Yeah. It's funny. Um, so up next we had probably the best, well not probably, this was the best best match of the night. Um, yeah, this Dolph was the Ziggler match of the night. Seth mm-hmm. Rollins. It's been the match of the night two weeks in a row, I'd say. Two weeks in a row, yeah. Uh, these guys can both go, and this like really kind of shows you like when given a spotlight, you know, and somebody like credible to work with, like Ziggler can shine through. And yeah. I, that's not taking anything away from, and that's definitely not taking anything away from uh, Rollins because he's been as hot as hot gets lately. Mm-hmm. Um, just really, really good match, you know, mm-hmm. up until like the kind of DQ ending, I guess. The DQ ending and big brother Roman coming out. Yeah. Roman just has to get, get involved. He still can't get over. Um, but yeah, I really like the mixture of, you know, they finally made Ziggler into Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's been asking for it for long enough, and yeah, 
You know, I almost wouldn't mind if if uh, Ziggler and McIntyre, if they couldn't align themselves with like a third, a logical third to their group, and then um, you do the the obvious thing. I think some people were kind of hoping would happen this time, and that's you have Ambrose come back and even things up. Although it, it seems like Roman is the. It's just asking guy. for another injury, though. Yeah, I mean, you'd like to think that if you spread out the the work between three guys, an injury wouldn't happen. But yeah, but I think it's Rollins' turn again. Not no, it's Roman's turn. No, Roman, Roman had the mumps. He's never been like hurt, hurt though. He had that hernia, and he had the sinus surgery, and he had the hernia mumps. was like the hernia was like the biggest thing that everything else has kept him out for like like weeks at a time. He had the mumps. Yeah, he missed he missed like a month maybe. It's the mumps. Roman and Bray. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this fantastic match beginning to end. Um, but, yeah, I guess. Who do you add as the third, though? Like, fantasy booking, who are you adding as the third? That's what I'm saying. Is is this where you... Uh, I mean, so... Hear me out. <laughs> I think... Jinder makes some sense here. He's got history with McIntyre as an ally. He's got history with both Rollins and Roman as for why he would be, you know, on opposition of them. Uh, Dolph is really the only odd man out. But I, I think given the current landscape, that may be the most logical one is Jinder. I mean, other than that, it would be some surprise, maybe an NXT call-up. Um, maybe this is, like, Mojo's big spot. Um, I don't know. Well, what do you think? Is there something something big and obvious I'm overlooking? No, I, I, I don't have anything. I, I can't see putting anything in there or, like, and having it look organic further mm-hmm. than, oh, they used to work together. Because mm-hmm. he's already, like, bludgeoned the piss out of... Um... Uh, Slater. Yeah. <laughs> so that isn't going to work. I mean, I, I don't know, unless Briley comes in. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think he's even, like, started on NXT yet. Right. Although word on the street was he was going to the Performance Center, so I'm not really sure what that's all about. Mm-hmm. He's no longer doing bar wrestling. He's not doing televised events anymore, so I think he is officially affiliated. But he's been doing this thing called Nuclear Heat, which is, like, his, like, benefit. Ah. I, I don't know if you've heard anything more about it. No. He um, He's constantly trying to sell tickets by saying, for every ticket sold, or every five tickets, I'll eat, like, a like a raw egg or something like that and make a video of it. Hmm. And he does it. Hmm. <laughs> so he's a uh, entertaining... Oh, I mean, you can tell by watching their videos together that they're entertaining, so... Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I would assume that Dean is still a, a ways off. Yeah, they're, they're probably going to wait for. At this point, they're probably they'd probably wait for. Um, I think that Raw after SummerSlam is the one that I would at this point pencil him in for the return, and that's when they they do the Shield thing that they wanted to do last fall. Um, so we'll see what what three man group they are able to to assemble that would uh, challenge for a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. Sanity would have been a cool one. Sanity would have been a good one. Obviously, the uh, some sort of A.J. Finn and, I don't know, some other loose club affiliation guy because the, <clears throat> the, you know, the actual club is... Is what it is. Well, if, Ga- if Gallows got hurt, mm-hmm. you could put Carl Anderson. That'd probably mm-hmm. be the most entertaining. Yeah. I mean, AOP plus Adam somebody. Cole. They could bring Adam Cole in. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. honestly, they could. And it's it, it's kind, it would kind of be a fun, like... The Undisputed Era. These guys were never... Like, the Undisputed Era would be really fun. I think that would be... Well, now that's what I want. <laughs> I'm not gonna get it because they've they've done like post SummerSlam call-ups, you know. And Raw certainly needs some ta- some teams with credibility. Yeah, I think um, 
I think Velveteen's coming up. I the only thing I would I would think is that they would put the shields together, um, and then that there would be some sort of like interruption with Undisputed Era, and then they do a an awesome series of uh, six mans the between best, all of them. The best wrestlers in the world and Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's a lot of things I want to happen now, and this is all like totally fantasy booking and never going to happen. But it's fun to pretend. Yeah, pretend's fun. It's better than real life sometimes. Most of the time. Most of the time, Logan. Oh, when it comes to wrestling, at least. It's better than grown-up real life. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, anything else about Raw that you wanted to talk about? Any further into our, your you know delusions of Raw potentially actually being a good show that you'd like to dip into? No, that's 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 all I I would care to speak about the Monday night show. All right, uh, Tuesday night we opened with Miz TV featuring the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. Um. Um. Did I talk about how the Bludgeon Brothers are like annoying me? <laughs> they actually they they had a good match last week in their defense. They had a good match, and then they they had a decent week this week just up and i just want to make sure i don't go on the same bludgeon brothers rant if i like complained about them last week i mean i know i i get it it's not i mean i'm sure there was something you can feel free to i mean we don't have a, a whole lot to talk about so i don't feel like this show's going over so feel feel free no, to it was, discuss well it was just the 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 whole stuff about i'm pretty sure we, we talked about this last week if not the week before just the whole like sacrificing the usos in the new day and everything and you know, uh, I just, it seems like they should be more of like a threat and like a bigger deal than they are. And just looking back at like what they did to try to get them over and then where they are now, I kind of resent the fact that they just interjected them in the New Day and Usos match and then made those two tag teams who are two of the best in the entire company, um, it seemed like they were like completely outclassed, and it's like it. I don't know. It just that really bugs me in retrospect because I actually like enjoyed the the Bludgeon Brothers like rise to the titles. It was only really after WrestleMania that I'm like, huh, these guys aren't good, and I don't like that they beat all the tag teams that I liked to try to get where they are, which is uh, just like a nowhere like stale cold tag team, and I would very much like to see them. Uh, either lose the belts or become interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather see them, like, Rowan could just go away, but I wish they could find something for Harper. Yeah. And that's the thing, is I, it's not like I want them to go away. It's more like, could they be a more active part of the tag division? Like, like Raw has Brock, and you know what makes... Um, you know what doesn't make Raw or any of its pay-per-views uh, entertaining for me, at least, Brock. is how far above Brock is from the rest of the division. If they like had evenly contested matches with the Bludgeon Brothers and like the Bar or the Bludgeon Brothers and the Usos and the Bludgeon Brothers and the New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers and Sanity, I know they haven't had a chance to squash Sanity yet, but well, they tried. <laughs> Like you know, like I feel like I'd be feeling different. Like there's a good, there's a good number of tag teams there for them to have some like really good matches with. And instead, like yeah, that's that's like a, a weird comparison I ever were to make, but that's that's kind of how I feel about them. Is how I feel about Brock is just like I see the potential there and I see what could be, and I kind of hold it against them because yeah, because of their booking, you know. Yeah. They're, they're booked too strong, but in this case, unlike Brock, Brock is like booked strong, and like you know, there there is the certain like appeal to that for these guys. It's like I don't know, like I I just at this point I'm not seeing the payoff for having been booked so strong. Yeah, I I, I know what you mean there. Um, I don't know. I'm just. My biggest problem with the Bludgeon Brothers is the hammers. 
<laughs> My second biggest yeah. problem is the outfits. The hammers are kind of like if you've ever heard the like the early origin stories of the shield, the hammers are kind of like if the shield had actually come out with their like shields when they debuted. They supposedly were given those like plexiglass riot shields that would say like shield on them or something, and they like tossed them aside and refused to use them right See, before they made their debut. That'd be cool if they came out like through the crowd and like used them and like threw them down like maybe once or something like that, but like not necessarily the first time that they came out because then it becomes a thing. Mm-hmm. But like. They only wore those masks once, too, and I don't understand why that was, because those masks were mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, they were pretty cool. I don't know. But yeah, that, that would have been terrible. <laughs> um, my, my third biggest problem is Harper deserves better, and that's, that's going to continue to be like my biggest issue with this, mm-hmm. is he doesn't belong in like some throwaway division that WWE is clearly like completely abandoned. Yeah. He's a guy that just forever deserved better. Just almost at any point in time, he has deserved better from the WWE. But I don't know where they go from here. So um, I guess up next, uh, Xavier Woods versus Rusev, which was kind of a fun match. Very fun match. This was my favorite match of the of the night, and that's I think that's saying something. Yeah, I could see that. I liked the the speech bubbles. Yeah, those were good. <laughs> Anything Keep, that makes like good memeable content. Keeping the comedy alive. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know how well they're doing making Rusev look like a credible like danger to the. I don't know, man. It's weird not having AJ on TV. No AJ, no Nakamura, no Orton. I know Orton's been gone for a while, but like... Well, Orton's haven't had knee surgery. Right, yeah. Um, and it, it kind of sounds like it could very easily be no like Hardy, too, or at least it it should probably be no Hardy at this point. Yeah. Sounds like he's pretty banged up right now, too. Nakamura so it's got like attacked by a dog. They're really starving for, uh, for star power. I mean, they have Brian, they have The Miz, but... That's a whole other thing. We'll get to that later. <laughs> was, was was Joe on this show? I'm trying to remember. I don't think he was. Is there a tour going on somewhere? Japan? Are they? In, they're in Japan right now, right? They're in Japan right now. I wonder if some guys got like an early start or something. Huh. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Like it, everything seems off, and I guess that mm-hmm. that can that can be a good transition into this next match the united states championship open challenge so as i mentioned nakamura got attacked by a dog a police dog Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and got bit on the leg and so uh eric young stepped in yep which i'm not opposed to but no i was was fine then it got thrown into a dq and we got one of your favorite tag teams which you know, I, I thought you'd be pretty excited about the uh, Usos and Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. versus Sanity. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was... I don't like bringing in new teams that have been hyped so much in just to lose, like, their first match. Having them lose. It was interesting that they lost because there was, like, nothing on the line here. I, I thought they kind of thought both um, results were kind of surprising. Like, I guess you do the disqualification to get to the six-man, but, like, in that six-man match, like, nothing's on the line. Like, can Sanity really not beat, the like, the beat-up guy and the two guys who, as unfortunate it is for me, haven't won since, like, the 2017, 2017 calendar year? Right. Jeff Hardy looked really bad at the end of this match, too. He's in, from what I've heard, he's in really rough shape right now. And he's not doing, he's not, he's to the point where he's not doing swans at house shows. Yeah, he's been using the Jeff twist of fate. Yeah. Yeah, but 
I don't know, something about him. He looked like he was in a lot of pain right before he went up for that swanton. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get his shirt off of his arm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you hate to hear the phrase, uh, you know, a guy can't feel anything in his extremities, but that kind of sounds like what I'm hearing is the, the Jeff Hardy situation. See, I didn't realize it was that bad. I heard he had, like, a leg injury, and now you're talking about, like, I don't know, all this other... <laughs> like neck and nerve stenosis, stuff. yeah, yeah, which isn't surprising. Like that's the he's the poster child for it, right? Or at least should, you'd think he would be, considering the stuff that he's done. I'm surprised he's still able to keep up the pace that he had been. You know, eat solid food and stuff too. That's All right. <laughs> no, I'm good. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, up next, we had Becky Lynch versus Sonya Deville, which was kind of a throwaway match. I, I guess they're building Becky Lynch up essentially to do nothing with her, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, but they had been doing nothing with her before, and now she's winning, so... Maybe she's I, I guess ready at, for Oscar. At least there's that. You never know. Maybe she's going to be the next person to beat her. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's getting in line to beat Asuka. It's like the uh, that scene from Airplane. Uh, up next, we had James Ellsworth cutting a promo, and then Paige coming out, and mm-hmm. this was pretty entertaining. Yeah, these two played well off each other. I mean, Ellsworth just kind of has that ability with just about everybody besides Tamina. <laughs> um, but um, that was, I don't know, that was good. Uh, uh, how, how do you feel about the upcoming intergender match, or do you not think it's going to be an actual thing? Well, we'll see if it happens. Um, if it does, it'll be good. You know, it'll be well. It'll be like you know Ellsworth good. It'll be as good as his like AJ matches were. Not for like necessarily in ring wizardry, but um, just some quality like comedy wrestling. Yeah. Um. I do believe he had an he had a match with Becky Lynch. I don't think it was just like a brawl kind of thing. I, mm-hmm. I don't know that having a brawl would have been any better than a match in the WWE. So I don't know why they wouldn't just go all the way through with it. Right. Um, it's it's not going to be up to the quality of like a lucha underground or a bar wrestling by any means. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, they just had their one year anniversary Thursday night. Ah. Oh. Uh, Hold on to your butts was their last pay per view. Nice. And next month is Don't Hassle Me, I'm Local. Ah. So they're not recycling names. Yeah, I like that. Uh, up next, Daniel Bryan versus Luke Harper, or now just Harper. Yeah. Now, these guys uh, have good chemistry. They really do. Yeah, they. this was a really good match. Um. I mean, even just as, like, a match, even before all the fun afterwards, like, happened. Mm-hmm. And, um, speaking of Luke Harper, I don't know if you caught, like, the if you watch any of the Up, Up, Down, Down stuff. Uh, I watch, I've been watching the stuff with him and Breeze playing GM mode on 2006. Did you see where Xavier Woods and friends went out... Um, on go-karts in what appears to be New York City, dressed as Mario characters. I did not see that. Actually, Kofi's dressed up like Piccolo, but <laughs> um, Luke Harper was wearing a costume, a Mario hat. Uh, yeah, Kofi Kingston is randomly uh, Piccolo. Hmm. Xavier Woods is Wario. Hmm. Uh, Aiden English is Luigi, and Becky Lynch is like a chipmunk or something ah not really sure what but yeah they went out and drove around dressed as them nice so that was that sounds fun that sounds good and how did you feel about the team hell no reunion loved it that's i i don't i that was really what um launched daniel bryan was the he had like the yes no stuff, but like the the skits with Kane and stuff, and this hell no. That's kind of what geared him up for that eventual payoff at 
uh, Mania 30 was was the uh, this got him onto the or the I guess the, the like yes no stuff put him at that like main event level and this like kept him there. He had that staying power because he because these guys had so many good backstage skits and some fun matches. Like these guys in the Shield had uh, a really fun spring that year. Um, so I this is like if if Brian is going to be doing stuff like this because they don't want to put him in too big of a spot with his contract. Like this is the perfect use for him. I think I agree. Yeah. I, um, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I, I'd like to like prolong his career. I do want to see him like do a couple more like big singles thing, but mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that like, and this is probably realistically like one of the last runs we're going to get out of Kane too. And it yeah. kind of prolongs both of their, you know, if they bring him back and put him in tags, like that's better than, because nobody wants to see Kane wrestle anybody by himself anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like to prolong Daniel Bryan as long as we can, although he has not re-signed with WWE as of right now, as far as I know. So I'm yeah. kind of wondering what's going on there. I don't know. I don't see yeah. any reason for him to, like, leave. I don't think he's going to leave. I think it it's maybe like a weird leverage thing or he's exploring like, okay, if I don't resign, like what's the process before I can actually do indie stuff and like what would like financials and all that stuff. I'm sure he's just weighing his options, but I, I fully don't expect him to leave. Although there's always room in the bullet club. Of course. All right. Anything else about SmackDown? I don't think so. Other than it's it's the more watchable of the of the two shows, and it's I don't even think that's uh, because of the two versus three hours time. I think it just it's a show that kind of knows what it is and how to better use its people. Could you imagine if? Raw was without its top, like, two or three guys. You know, that's that's the show that they put on here is no AJ, if they no, were without Nora, their no top, Joe. If, if Raw was without their top two guys, we would have a better show. We're constantly without our top guy, and the second mm-hmm. guy is Roman Reigns. Right. So that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. It'd be better. <laughs> um, did you catch NXT this week? I did not. I've actually been meaning to. I know they're setting up Champa and uh, Black. Yes. That. Uh, yeah. And Champa is still magic. I want that to happen, and I want Gargano to stay on the outsides. You also get a match with Candice LeRae. Hmm. And Ricochet and Mustache Mountain versus the Undisputed Era. Ah. Um, have you watched or seen any of the results from I saw the results. UK show? Yeah, I saw the results. Because WWE's been spoiling all of their own shit. Like, well, immediate... it's like, they don't care about that. They're all about the clicks. They want like people clicking on their, their content. I don't, I don't know. Got to stay away from, from stuff if it comes from the... The big company. Yeah. I, I, uh, I had to like take them off my Bleacher Report stream and stuff like that. Just because at least Squared Circle like does a good job spoiler proofing stuff. Well, they're not even like waiting until things air. They're just Mm -hmm. like leaking it immediately. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, this happened. We're going to leak it before anybody else can. Yeah. I don't know. It was a good show, though, if you get an opportunity. Yeah. Um, any new merchandise? I looked at this. I don't think there was anything that caught my eye. Not even the new Brutus the Barber beefcake shirt? No, I guess I missed that. Was it's that a pro wrestling tease thing? Yeah, it's, it's under their new. It's pretty cool. Gotcha. And they've got their World Cup. Uh, USA, Mexico, and England shirts. Oh, cool. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. 
Ronda or Rowdy Piper has a shirt on there, a new one. Hangman's got one. Um, there's overstock uh, grab bags right now going on. If you need a wrestling shirt and you just want a random one and you have $10, free shipping in the USA, so it's literally just $10 for a random New Japan mm-hmm. shirt. Yeah, those any sites that do the like mystery bags or whatever, those are always kind of fun to pull the trigger on because they'll you'll usually get something that you uh, get some use out of. So yeah, if, uh, Cody's got some super kicks now. Yeah, those are too expensive though. Jeez, they are. They're too expensive, and then they're not really my kind of shoe. No. Um, WWE, I think Seth Rollins has a new shirt. He does have a new shirt. It's ugly, but he's got a new one. And then they brought back the, it's not showing off if you back it up, Ziggler shirt. Mm-hmm. Which I'm, I'm a fan of. Yeah. Other than that, I haven't seen... I'll probably see a bigger push around SummerSlam when there's, you know, a bigger buzz around the product. Yeah, I mean, there's not even a lot around, like, pro wrestling tees, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, I told you I got a Sami Zayn and uh Triple H. I got a mini Triple H metal die-cast figure and a uh, Sami Zayn uh, die-cast figure in the, uh, the final hours of what was Toys R Us. Yeah. They had a lot of the girl, like, the little girls, um... Like wrestling Barbie things that mm-hmm. I didn't get any of those. Yeah, I probably should have. I it was such it was such a hassle in there, but yeah, I bet. Kind of kind of sad. You didn't get a chance to go over there, did you? I did not. I mean, once I heard uh, that you said it was pretty picked over, I was like, eh. There were some I, things, you know. It, it, there were some there were some pops in there. Um, yeah. The one pop I did get, and this has nothing to do with wrestling. I'm just talking because I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, was the the Mitch Baywatch pop? Mm. So I got a Hasselhoff pop vinyl. <laughs> nice. If you didn't know who Mitch was, yeah, I didn't. Okay, well, <laughs> now I do. Now you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, no, there was like Balrog, mm. and a bunch of like hockey players that don't play for those teams anymore. Oh, yeah. Seeing that probably would have just bummed me out more than anything. So. Uh, so also Vince McMahon is investing big money in the XFL, which leads me to believe that he's going to get his hands off the product and Triple H might save it. Yeah. And I hope this means as much good as, uh, some people seem to think it will be. I mean, you, I guess you have to look at NXT and can't help but be, uh, you know, hopeful. I just, you know, I just want to be cautious, is all. Well, who do you think takes over NXT is the question. Do you think I mean, Brian does? Do you think, I think, like, I Brian think Vince, James? I think Vince in his, like, younger days had his hands all over everything WWF that uh, I feel like it'll still probably be Hunter's thing to an extent. Um I think Road Dog is is doing SmackDown. I mean, that's an obvious one. Uh, one of the rising names backstage I've heard um, is Tyson Kidd. I heard that too, actually. They put together like, some nice matches. Yeah, like it seems like anytime he gets a Rollins match, it's like it's been dynamite. Um, there was another name too. I can't remember who it was. Uh, who? Uh, Jamie Noble's been backstage for a while. Yeah. Uh, Finley is, I think, back backstage again. I don't know. We'll see. It's I, I still imagine it'll be a, you know, Triple H will become the Vince, where it's like there's like this team, there's like you know a creative team, and then this committee of bookers and producers, and then it's like run by like, Hunter. I feel like Triple. I, I feel like like overall he'll be in charge, but I think there will be like like I, there's no doubt in my mind that Vince has final say over anything that happens on NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like Triple H is in a better position to decide knowing both ends of, you know, any situation. And I, I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like he, 
he's been building these guys around him, like trusting that they will be, you know, able to take to alleviate some of the stress that he has. Because right yeah. now, only running NXT, Triple H is sleeping 16 minutes a night. Right. And and I don't think he can spread himself any thinner. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. Maybe he's got some of those mag- magic McMahon pills now. Yep. So. All right. Anything else wrestling related that you want to talk about today before we get off of here? I don't think so. I think even though it was somewhat abbreviated, I think we pretty much covered everything from the week. Are you going to get a World Cup Master Republic shirt? It's actually a kind of cool looking shirt. Like if you get a chance to hop mm-hmm. on there tonight, go ahead and like take a look. It's a cool looking shirt. I'll take a look at it at least. It does have a Lucha mask on it. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, also. Are you going to make the jump to PlayStation so you can get Fire Pro Wrestling? I mean, I've kind of thought about it already, just so I could have a an MLB game to play that isn't like, you know, the straight from the marketplace trash game. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, Logan. The only mm-hmm. thing keeping me on Xbox right now is you. Ah. So, you get ready to make that jump, and you decide you're going to make it. You make it because they do have Game Share on PlayStation now. That's Fire Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Although it's going to be 50 bucks on PlayStation, right. and it's only 23 right now on PC. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in this week. Head over to the website at prowrestlingshow.wordpress.com or check us out on iTunes, rate, subscribe, review, whatever you want to do. Um, also on our website, we've got links to past episodes, uh, email, Twitter, all that stuff. So check it out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.